The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data. Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. Benjamin Shapiro, the executive producer of the MarTech Podcast here, and today we've got a special go-to-market episode for you, which is going to be guest-hosted by Jordan Crawford, who is the co-founder and CEO of Blueprint Go-to-Market. Jordan is a demand-gen and go-to-market expert, and I'm thrilled to invite him and some of his friends to take the mic and share their knowledge with you, our loyal MarTech Podcast listeners. Okay. Here's a go-to-market episode of the MarTech Podcast, guest hosted by Jordan Crawford from Blueprint GTM. Hello, marketers. My name is Jordan Crawford from Blueprint, and this week we're going to discuss how to accelerate your pipeline. Joining me is Nicholas Thicket, who is the managing partner at Aligned, which builds social selling playbooks for tech companies and works with their sales team to accelerate lean revenue growth. And today, Nicholas and I are going to discuss how to accelerate your pipeline with comments. Okay, here's my conversation with Nicholas Thicket, the managing partner at Aligned. How's it going today, Nicholas? Good. Jordan, how are you? Oh, I'm doing just fantastic. You can't see here, but I got my fancy softbox. I spent way too much on my camera here for a podcast, which doesn't make any sense. I don't know. All our live shows, it look pretty good. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Nicholas, what are we talking about today? Talk to me about accelerating your pipeline with comments. What do you mean? Comments where? Comments on social media, and depending on what industry you're targeting, it's mainly on LinkedIn right now. I think TikTok's going to be the next big one. But what people forget in B2B sales is a lot of it's based on trust. And we always got taught to default to one-on-one, which is good. There's nothing wrong with one-on-one, but it doesn't scale very well. So what happens is a lot of the time I'm talking to these sales enablement and director of sales development is they really push for activities. And all these activities are one-on-one. Unfortunately, they have the most junior of junior people building these lists. So now they default to fast and frequent. So they automate, they build enablement, they use content that they can just boom, 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 and away they go. And right now we're the most connected that we've ever been. And instead of having to trust an ad, instead of having to go and trust the word of someone else, we have these digital communities that people can tap into to get information on literally anything. And what do people do instead? They act like they did in the 1990s with their predictable revenue. They do HubSpot's inbound marketing of 2014, but it all changed in 2019. And I don't know if it's just because it's so hard to track, but people just don't embrace it. 
They rushed to pitch. They rushed to get you in the DMs. They pitch slapped you in the DMs and it kills all momentum. So what we're seeing right now is a lot of sales teams are opening these deals with no momentum. And they're the longest, most expensive sales cycles they possibly could. And half of them end up ghosting or getting stalled. You talked about a lot there, Nicholas. Break it down for me, because what you're saying is that sales is not one-to-one anymore. You're saying that you shouldn't automate it. Talk to me about that distinction about how can I do one-to-many without automating my outbound or my sort of direct outreach? How do I know the right people are going to see my content? How do I find them? Like, what does this one-to-many world look like that's not automated outbound, for example? I will go and say there are ways to do automation properly but it takes more thought process to go and set up. So if anybody's been following me and Jordan for a while, there was a little while back where I used to go and tag Jordan and stuff all the time. And the reason that I did that is, Jordan, you're fantastic at what you do with data and how you automate outbound and how you set up your triggers. So you bring a certain knowledge to the table that I don't. But there's certain conversations where we are stronger together than I am by myself. Because I can hype you up, I can build you up, I can open you up to that conversation, which then could lead to me having a deeper conversation or a handoff. What happens is when you're constantly pitching yourself, it's shallow and it doesn't go as far. It doesn't have as much depth. It doesn't have as much meaning. But what happens when you're doing this in the comments, people know other people. So the people that we were commenting with, it spread. So they chimed in because even though that person wasn't interested in that conversation, they went a bit deeper to go and ask a question that was bugging them. And so comments, it's almost like this compounding conversation that other people jump in to go deeper. But when you go and quickly move that to the DMs, nobody else can see it. There's no social proof. There's no community vibe. You're fighting an uphill battle on social when you can let social do what it's supposed to do, enhance community and build relationships. And comments are perfect for that. Can you expand on this? Because to me, what I'm hearing is don't pitch in the DMs, pitch in the comments. And I know you well enough to know that's not exactly what you're talking about. So how do I talk about what I do in the comments without it coming off as salesy? Or do I not talk at all about what I do? And then people will find me naturally because they just see my name. Like, how does that work? I made this mistake years ago where I thought that people knew what I sold. So I just talked about my product. I just talked about my service. Back when I was selling insurance, I just assumed that because I had the best, everybody would just know that. So I could just talk about it and people would flood in the gates and I would have to go in like, no, 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 ladies and gentlemen, one at a time. I will sell you as fast as I can, but you got to slow down. But that's not the reality that we live in. Most people don't understand they're sick until it's too late. So what we're watching for is through our insight, finding those symptoms of pain those pains that are frequent or maybe that are being ignored because the person feeling the most pain is the most junior person on the totem pole. And so they don't have a voice because the person that owns it doesn't want to listen. And so what we're doing is we're actually talking about the problem as it's felt, not in marketing terms, as it's felt in their own words to give them a voice and to go and give them a solution based on a category, not a product. Because I could go and talk about how social selling is fantastic, but the reality is we're just finding a problem and we're giving them options to solve it themselves. We're becoming the guide. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. 
Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, and instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. So I want you to unpack two things. The first is, how do we find that? I mean, I built my outbound list and I know the domains that I want and I know the personas that I want and LinkedIn, I don't know how to do that. So that's like problem one. But problem two, it sounds like what you're talking about is almost like a challenger sale, like being able to educate people about their problems. So first, talk to me about how you find the people that have the problems that you're struggling with. And then talk to me about how do you talk to them in the comments that isn't selling, that doesn't feel like selling. Break that down for me. This is definitely challenger customer vibes, and it's super counterintuitive. I'll just say that right off the bat so you guys know. What we're looking at is if you went and took your TAM that you've built out, Jordan, who are the most trusted three to five people that are inspiring change, that are highlighting what's wrong, that are creating a movement through their strategic narrative, through that conversation they're having with people on a daily basis? And what you want to do is through social psychology is you get trust through association. So you've got to show up every single day or as much as humanly possible. So what you do is you go and follow those people. And now with LinkedIn's latest update, you can turn and hit the bell and you get their notifications every time they post. But what people do wrong is they try and sell in the comments or they try to go and disprove the expert. That's not the point of this. It's a good way to go and start a fight and maybe get a little bit of attention. But what the reality is, is you want to become trusted with the people that people trust. And you want to go through those comments. So people that are commenting in there, join that conversation. Because what's happening is in social media, every platform, there's great influencers have a community in the comments. And when you are invited in by the expert and shown that you know what you're talking about, it opens doors for collaboration. It opens doors for people to trust you and reach out to you. But until that moment, you're just talking at the world. So that's one way to go and hack it. The other thing is, if you go and look at the breakdown of almost every platform, less than 1% of people post regularly or create content. And it depends on the platform, but somewhere between 3 to 8% of people are engagers. They are the ones that are commenting or trolling or everything in between. I'm usually trolling. (laughs) (laughs) And everybody else is just kind of stalking in the background. So the uphill battle is trying to create a conversation. The low-hanging fruit is finding the conversations that are already happening. Talk to me about that, because 
in the world of domains, which I think people understand, right? In the world of targeting companies, it's Series C, 500 to 1,000 employees that wear purple shirts. So how do you do this in LinkedIn? How do you find the people that are the influencers in your category and start to be guilty by association? What you would do, so say if you had your TAM built out and you had all your companies in an account list on Sales Navigator, and you started to look through lead lists and build those key people in, whether you know who you need to talk to based on your buying committee, and then who the end users are and who could be potential champions and how you're going to route in, build a list. And then what you do is just manually prospect 10 of them and look through their comments to see who they're engaging with. Look who's actually engaging and using LinkedIn more. One of the, my favorite filters is who's posted in the last 30 days. And what you're trying to do is look for names that keep popping up. This is a list that I update every month. There's different influencers that keep popping up. So it's something you got to go and do quite a bit. But social listening, just to go back to where we started, Jordan, is not about the term. It's not about the hashtag. It's about the way people talk about it. For example, I hate cold calling. Search in search, see what you find, join that conversation and just see where it goes. And if you do that enough times, people know people and that compounds brings people to you through your profile funnel or they will follow you and there you go. Now you have an opportunity to connect with them. How do you measure this? It seems a funny thing to me to say, show up to work and just post on LinkedIn. What about my metrics? What about the quarter close, the month close? I'm just messing around on LinkedIn. So what is the model for an SDR to be able to do this in a way that is aligned with quarterly goals or with monthly goals? How does that work? There's kind of two parts. First part, you want to know, are you saying something that's resonating? And the easiest way to do this is in the first two minutes of posting. If you watch how many people have seen that post, the first hundred, if you're not getting somewhere between five and 10, you miss the mark. What you want to do is dial in content that hits the mark. And then once you get enough engagement, then it's trying to get engagement from the right people. So if you're getting the wrong people engaging, unfortunately, you're wasting your time. And what starts to happen is once you get this dialed in, you're getting the CMOs or the VPs or the right buyers engaging with your posts, then you'll get something where people will come inbound or even when you're going outbound, they know who you are, you have trust through association and you get deal velocity. So what we found is when we started actually looking at how deals come into your pipeline, is we actually flipped it. Normally, it's really quick from the time you start prospecting till you get them into the pipeline. But it's a really long sales cycle because they don't know who you are. And you have to go through all this rapport building, solutions, everything else, discovery. What we found is you can actually flip it. So you're doing discovery and enabling buyers through your social content. They bought the suit. They're just reaching out to you to get the tailoring. And it creates this sweet process where you could take a sales process that's normally six months to two years, and it'll actually only be 30 to 60 days. But that's because they've been part of your pipeline or listening for the past six to eight months. Is this sales or is this marketing? Because what you talk about in the one to many feels like a marketing channel with a salesperson behind it. Like, can you just talk about that distinction? Because you and I've had conversations about how is LinkedIn a marketing channel or is it a sales channel? How do you navigate those two things? People are using it in the wrong way. Unpack that for me. Social selling really is embracing a hybrid mentality where you're both a hunter and a farmer. And what you're doing is you're by getting an in-depth knowledge of who you're talking to, you're earning inbound and earning trust at scale. But what you're also doing is knowing those triggers, those events, those symptoms, and you're out hunting at the same time for people that understand why change. And you've identified why now. 
But what happens if you do it independently, they aren't as strong when you separate them as when you do them together, because your content, your comments, your network, that social proof, when people see that you have 250 shared connections, you think people are going to go and turn down that connection? No, they know you're not going to pitch slap them because their friends wouldn't have connected with you if you weren't credible. We got time for one last sort of nugget here. Can you talk to me about what you should post? Because I'll see posts from SDRs like, woke up this morning and had coffee and boy, coffee's great. And then I'll see posts that are about inspirational content, like this dog was found. And then if this dog can do it, you can do it too. How do you know what to post and what's going to resonate? So if you play to the human and you cast the widest net as possible, you'll go viral. Doesn't mean you're going to sell anything. This is where people go wrong is they assume that views and engagement just in general build pipeline. They don't. So what you got to do is you got to step into the shoes of your audience of who you're selling to. Who's using your product? What were they doing before they started working with you? What pissed them off? What bugged them? What was getting in their way of their jobs to be done or getting a promotion? Or what was something that was costing them money that they didn't realize or something that was going on that they hated? Or if you're that person that used to have that job and you're selling to people like that, basically, what were you doing two years ago? that you messed up or you had problems or drove you nuts. Teach yourself two years ago to be better. And all you're doing is you're giving those people a voice, you're giving them options, and you're becoming trusted. What they're going to do is they're going to refer to you as their go-to source for getting better. It's really hard to track and it takes a completely different mindset because you need to be their go-to source. And honestly, it's the 80-20 rule, Pareto's Law. 80% of those people will do nothing. but you need them because they're a magnifier of your voice and they're the ones that help it spread to the right people. Got to stay on the point of what they need to hear. I'm going to say here that this is the final quote here. Train yourself to be trusted. That is worth gold here. Okay, that wraps up this guest-hosted episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Benjamin Shapiro for having me this week and Nicholas Thicket, managing partner at Align, for joining us in part two of this interview, which we'll publish tomorrow. Nicholas and I are going to discuss social selling for compounding SaaS growth. If you can't wait until our next episode and would like to learn more about Nicholas, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in the show notes. You can contact him on Twitter, where his handle is N-T-H-I-C-K-E-T-T, or visit his company website at getalignd.co. Okay, that wraps up this go-to-market episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Jordan Crawford, the CEO of Blueprint, for being our go-to-market guest host. If you'd like to get in touch with Jordan, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is inventitorfixit. Or you could visit his company's website, which is blueprintgtm.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, Head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You could subscribe to our weekly newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. 
All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.